0: Hi, this is Mish Hancock, and you are listening to Mishmash, a place where I get to talk to the weird, wacky, wonderful people of this world, people I adore and want to know more about. Today, my guest is Mrs. Keisha Kent. She is a national diversity and inclusion specialist, a professional speaker, author, And she wants you to know that networking is your superpower. It sure is. Hi, Keisha. Hello, my friend. How are you? I am good. And I thank you so much for like coming out, out into the world today. I want it to come out in the world. Yeah. I just say that. We need, we need. And we're, there's like six feet between us. And
1: I'm excited to be here. And your smile just brightens up the room. When I walked in, I said, I love her even more today.
0: (laughs) And we met at TEDx because you are one of our great volunteers. I
1: was a volunteer and I've been a volunteer now two years. And the first time I said I just want to be a part of it because I'm getting on that stage. I'm going to figure out all the details and understand the behind the scenes stuff and what happens on that side.
0: That is the best, best way to figure stuff. things out, right? And to really understand it. I think there's a lot of people to, still to this day that I don't think truly understand what a TEDx talk wow. is, wow. you know, and it's uh, it's, I'm all about the education of that. Absolutely right. I'm Absolutely. all about helping people understand what it is because you, you we get a lot of people that think it's about my inspirational story. No, ma'am. I'm like, mm, you're doing this. This is your gift to the audience. Absolutely. And your inspirational story can come into play because mm-hmm. that's how we learn from each other. Right. Right. But at the same time, it's it's what is your one perspective changing <laughs> idea? Which <laughs> and is hard. That is hard to kind of. Bottle it into
1: one. Yes. When you have all of these thoughts that go in, and then deliver it in eighteen minutes
0: or less. eighteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> this would be why there's a lot of practice that goes into those talks. Wow. So yeah. yeah, yeah, it's amazing, but it's fun. And um, and when you know one of the uh, well, the mission of TEDx Gateway Arch is is we're all about. Creating Mm -hmm. an inclusive and equitable community. And that is your language. I love that. And that is my language. And that's what attracted me. And I, this is one of my, it's like one of my passions. I love, I mean, I am all about why in the heck, people, have we still not figured out we're all one. Come on. Come on, Mish. Right? Yes. Why have we not figured out that we have to learn how to be together and to quit being so like us and them? Come or, on, it's ridiculous. Nothing is happening. It's us. Productive. It's we. I know. And the rest of it is just terrible noise that is not bringing us where we need to be. So we we need to talk yes. about this more. Yes. So I I am listening. Come on,
1: that's it. You said it. It's noise. And what I think is it's a distraction from the greatness that we all have. It's a distraction from the magic that we can create when we all come together as yes. well. It's a distraction, yes. bottom line. And it's a lot of fear. Fear coupled with the anxiety of, well, what if? Well, what if not? Well, all those things that go into play that... When you remove all of those barriers, because that's what they become, they become barriers. But once you remove those and everyone shows up, minus their title, minus their credentials, minus where they live, minus any of those things and you just show up. That's when we can have a play date and everybody can play in the sand together, baby. That's how it happens, though, when we decide to say... None of that stuff matters because at the end of the day when you die, you can't take that stuff with you. No. You get to show up as who you are, but you get to bring your contribution to the world. But we can't hear each other because there's so much earwax. That's the distraction.
0: Yeah. Piled up in here. And it it makes me sad that, I mean, so many people that people that don't take that. Do not take the time to become a part of other worlds, mm-hmm. to learn from other worlds, right? Do not take the time to listen different perspectives out there. Right. You are not allowing yourself a very beautiful gift. And, and, and that gift is connection. That oh gift gosh. is growth. And, and it, it still baffles me. It just baffles me because I love people. So I, I start I with tell. love, right? So I meet yes. someone, I automatically love you. Now, some people have proven that (laughs) maybe they're not so loving. Right. And yet, then I just think, I'm not going to hang out with you, but I will love you from a distance. From afar. (laughs) Stay over there. (laughs) Being with you is toxic and not good. But, you know, but generally speaking, when I meet people, I love them. I love people. I love that we are very complicated. I love. That we are also not complicated. I mean, there's, you know, it's interesting to look at people. Yes. And so why would you, you know, when you automatically do the they thing, like there's this group that's just the they and that you've decided all of those they's are this way, then what? You've taken You're away losing. the richness and the awesomeness. It's like that iceberg. Like you just see this little tippy top thing that you uh-huh. decided that's that when there's so much there. That's it. There. That's it. And you miss
1: the beauty of allowing. And that's the one thing that I think is happening. People are taking away that factor of allowing. When we allow that says, I'm not going to control it. It's not going to be exactly the way I want it to be. There's no cookie cutter response. Nope. But we're allowing. That means that you can come to the table with your whatever. Maybe you want coffee and I want water. Whatever it is, we can create when we allow. And that's the piece that in my work, I get to tell and share. We need to allow. We need to share. And I love that you said it's the bottom line is love. If we show up in everything that we do in love, yes. my God.
0: How that would change so many people's yes. worlds if if, the, if the, the automatic was not get up and it's me against the world. Absolutely. Compassion. Yeah. It, That's the thing that you can't teach in is the compassion. World. Yeah. I wish right. I
1: could. I wish I could because sometimes being in a human resources background over 20 years— as I'm hearing conversations, if we would just stop empathy first and have an idea and say, Well, how would I feel? How would my mom feel? Yeah. I think that if we showed up there and in love, because all of that is one, then all of these mishaps and these things that we're seeing that are happening in the world, they would become minimized because we first say, Well, how would I want to be treated?
0: That's it. Yeah, right, exactly. That's exactly it. Would I want to be treated this way? And if somebody was treating me this way and and I was thinking, but well, this is so unfair. Right. Right. That is what is going on. That is exactly what's going on. So let's on. sound the alarm right now. Everybody listening,
1: show up in love. Be in love first. First. And empathy, compassion, all those things will then just fill your cup. And then it'll it'll overflow in whatever space that you're in, the people that you're around. Let it flow and allow what's
0: supposed to be. So you talked about your work in human resources. But now what you're doing now is all about diversity and inclusion. And so how are you bringing that out to the world? What are you involved in?
1: The biggest things that I get to do today is I get to look at processes and policies to make sure that they are inclusive. I get to look at the marketing. Are things inclusive? Are we including people? What's our verbiage? Let's look at how this was said and let's look at how we can target individuals who are not getting the seat at the table. How do we prepare the table? But how do we not only prepare the table? How do we bring the different foods that everyone loves? So that everybody gets a chance to eat, and when we invite them, they accept our invitation. That's the thing. We we can keep inviting people, but if you don't have dinners that are no meat dinners for people that don't eat meat, right? You're not they're not going to come. That. Yeah, and they're, you're not being—they're not being included. So we want to make sure that we're thinking on a larger scale of impact that we get to make to the communities and the people that we serve as an organization. And then as a speaker, what I love to do is with networking, it's your superpower. All of that stuff is in there as well. Right. Everything that I talk about in networking are relationships. Which connectivity. is what it is. Yeah. Right. It's connection. connectivity. Connections. Making sure that you are connected and your network, if everybody in your network looks like you. You're missing opportunities.
0: Right. Exactly. So are you working with companies or who are you working with with to make and and I, I wanna I love that you said marketing, right? Yes. Because I have seen marketing. <laughs> Flubs. Is, well, but I've also seen marketing that is I know they're trying to be diverse, but the way they do it just seems, it just feels yucky. Like, oh, yeah. You know, I, I mean, it too. was, do you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. It's that, well, let me go find my Asian friend, my black friend, and, my, <laughs> and let me get a picture with them so that I can look really diverse. Do you know that's what I'm saying? That's the problem. And it, it lo- you can just, it doesn't have an authentic feel to it. It just doesn't. And it's not allowing. It's, it's Forcing, yes, and there, and that's a. This is what a lot of people don't understand, and I, and I will tell you, I didn't, I didn't, I, I had to be taught this lesson. When we started TEDx Gateway Arch, uh-huh. um it, people were like, "Why are the only white people on your stage?" And we're like, "Yeah, we know. We're like, we, we really know. <laughs> like, we know, right? We're a bunch of white people. Like, and we, we gotta like, where, are right. where's the diversity?" Right. And I will tell you, and that I do not, I, I kid you not, it was. I was always being approached by white men that had a, had their TED talk. I never anyone else. It was always a white man that was like, I've got a TED talk. They're bella. confident. And I'm like, look how confident. Why we, we need all these other people. I I need to be more confident. Yeah, you know, I need I need everybody to be confident right, so right. we can have diversity. But big lesson. People don't come to you. You have to make the effort to mm, go out and be a part so of that good, community. Nish. Right? That's so good. That was the biggest lesson I learned okay. that um, it looks and it feels yucky mm-hmm. to other communities we're like hey will you come come in here because we, we we need, need, need diverse audience <laughs> right? right come in here because we need diversity like people are like what? Ooh, let me do that for you. You know, so, <laughs> let me be your diverse right? one. Yes. it's, it's that's, a, that's so a great So what point. it really is, is it's going out and becoming a part of those communities. That's it. Intentionally building relationships. Yes. Being and, authentic. Showing
1: up as your authentic smiling face. The love and light that you bring because people will be attracted to your natural authentic self when it's not forced. Right. And I keep saying that to leaders within our organization. It doesn't need to be forced. Be who you are, but be willing to listen to yes. experiences that people feel and things that people We don't always understand a person's perspective. We won't, but we can be empathetic to to say I'm listening. Right. Exactly. And I get to work with so I work with organizations and I also work with individuals. So some small businesses, I've worked with some larger organizations where I've come in to train their teams and we talk about relationships and it gets down and dirty. We need to hear some of the things that are being done and said so we can uproot those things. Right. And we don't want to just say that we're coming in and we're going to say all these things or putting all these statements out because I see organizations doing that. Right. We want to put the action behind it. So as people come forth and they say, here's what I'm dealing with. Now, what are the next steps? Let's look at the actions that we take. To include people, let's look at the policies that don't line up. Let's look at how we're rewarding people, how we're bringing people to the table, and if you're recruiting and your team is white, white,
0: white, 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 and you know and you're that, gonna bring in white, 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 and white. And that's white. exactly—it's it's so true, and it is—it's actually true with my own little company. You know, we're a right. tiny little company, and it's the same thing. And it's—it's it's one of the conversations that you know I've had is. I need to eventually. I've got to. I've right. got to make this more diverse because that's part of who I am and that's what good. I believe in yeah. and what I'm interested yeah. in. But there is. So I'm going to give the white people a little. I know it's hard, but it you have it to is. be open and willing to do it. That's that. And even if that is not what it looks like right now. Be ready and open and and, 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 and honestly it's it's being yes. a part of the universe. It's kind of like just putting it out there and saying, Universe, I I know I want this. Will you help me to Absolutely. bring this to
1: me? Because the moment that you do that, people will come out of the woodworks. I will volunteer to assist you in that. And, All right. and make sure that you have that voice or you have that reach. Because I think that as we build something bigger that's for our children's children's children, Right. we must do the work today and make a decision to say, it wasn't that before, but I'm moving forward and this is what I want. Universe, send me that.
0: And do you feel like, I really do feel like the younger generation is is much more in alignment with this process. Absolutely. You know, they're, they're, they are understanding that this isn't how it's supposed to look. <laughs> Why does it of the look like this? I, know. I love it. And they call it out. And they're questioning it. You know, I mean, growing up, I remember the first time I figured, I grew up Catholic, and okay. I remember the first time I figured out that not everybody on earth was Catholic. <laughs> you know, like I really, it, it, I was like, everybody's not Catholic, really? what? Right. I thought we were all Catholic. Right. But that was my whole world. Yeah. So I didn't understand that there were other, I mean, I kind of had an inkling, you know, right, like I would right. see, um, but they all live somewhere else. They live in the United States. So it's like, <laughs> they, you know what I mean? So it's like, oh, they're, they're in another country. Yes. Yeah. they got In that country, that's the religion. And here in the United States, Catholicism because we're taught, is the religion. we're
1: taught in our home. Right. right? We're right. taught
0: that. And unless we,
1: again, step out of that. To understand those things and even to research, to learn. YouTube is an amazing place to research things. I'm just saying. You can go in there and you can just type in Muslim women, whatever. Right. And they're gonna pull out so much that you can sit there, you can look at conversations, there's podcasts. I always say on a weekly basis, I make sure that I'm tuning in to something that's outside of my norm. Because right. how can I be abreast to what's going on if I'm not engulfed in it, if I'm not researching, if I'm not finding answers? Maybe I don't know what this is, but I need to find out what such and such acronym means
0: because I'm seeing it all over the place. Right. Yes, yes, yes. I've looked up a <laughs> lot of things where I'm like, what is that? I got to figure Same. this out. You know, like the LGBT, where it went, and then it went LGBTQ, and then it went LGBTQ. I had to look it up too. And I know human like, resources. You know, well, but it it and I was like, I have to understand that they're adding these, and there's a reason. There there's an reason. intentional reason behind <laughs> adding that. So I've got to figure out what this means, right? You know, and then even just like, I just watched a really interesting on thing on Apple TV that was I think it's called Out on TV, and okay. it's about, um, I th- I think it's mainly about the transgender community. Okay, and I was so it it just took me aback because. They talked about the various TV shows. It was mainly like the. Right. It was like Jenny Jones and but and that how all of those would sh- they were shown as freaks. They were so the only okay. thing that transgender people had to that was reflecting back to them, you know, because like they could watch right. TV and what they were watching was, you know, the kind of wacky fun family and you know, but. But and anytime a transgender person came into view, it was made fun of. You're right, and it, and You're I was right. like, oh my that's gosh. A great that point. is exactly what. And you know, at the, I didn't even, I wasn't thinking that right. when I was a kid. Right. Like, oh, th- that's so sad that we would do that. I mean, it's I had nothing to go on. You know what I mean? But interesting, you know what. Um, one of the shows that that did it right was the jeffersons
1: <laughs> didn't they yeah didn't they
0: yeah early it was it, early. the jeffersons he george jefferson had a friend who was transgender and at first George of course you know he was kind of He stochy. needed his <laughs> lesson. So he he got his lesson of, to right Disney. but Wheezy helped him. You know <laughs> <laughs> but was it Wheezy? Is that what he called her? Isn't yeah. it? Yeah. 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 And um and I would and so but it was it was interesting because by the end he respected that person he did. and and I was like wow and I love how it how it plays out.
1: And if you look at that was in the eighties. Yeah. Right. We're in 2020. And yeah, right. and we're still... Yeah. Where right. have we gotten? On a lot of these same issues, race relations, that's a word. That was a buzzword. I want to say in the 80s, I have a, a mentor who was in the military. And they talked about race relations. And they had this big thing. And they were bringing people in to talk about race relations in the military and all this great work they were going to get to do. Do you know that some of
0: that st- work... We're still doing today in 2020. It, it feels like it's falling on deaf ears. I know many times it feels like there's like there's like this are movement. are people listening. There are people working toward it, and then it's like I, wow, I see pockets. How is this not? Yeah, how, but how is this not a thing? It's <laughs> like that's like my main question. How is this not a I thing know. now? Why are we still doing this? It it just drives me crazy, and I'm sad. I'm sad. Don't be sad. Well. I'm sad that we still have people that are not showing up to the table with love. I just, you know, that are that, and I don't even know. I'm and they need love. Get it? They need love. That's what I wonder. They need love. Hurt people, hurt people.
1: True. And when I think about it in that perspective, even in the grocery stores or even in things that are happening, people will have an outburst and say something just so belligerent to someone else. Right. Because they're hurting. But when you respond back the same way, you're not winning. That's true. You're not winning. Then it just creates this cycle. Yep. And it keeps going. But you can say to them, it is okay. And not even give them your energy. I refuse This energy of mine, this capsule that I keep it in, I'm so overprotective of it. Yeah. I am. I'm with you. I'm overprotective of it. Yeah. And we must be because there's so much. And don't get me wrong. I'll educate people all day. All day. Because that's, I always say in my past life, I was probably somebody's teacher. Mm -hmm. Because I love that space. But I'm also that same teacher that I discipline (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, yeah, discipline has to happen, right? It's like with kids. I mean, I'm sorry, but if you give them everything, you're not going to prepare you're them not for the world. Them a thing. Yeah, you're
1: not teaching them a thing.
0: You know, but as
1: we train them up, my 12 year old today, we were having a conversation about gentrification. Mm-hmm. And shout out to her school, New City School. Oh, that is a great school. they're t- those kids are going to come out of that school as leaders. They're going to change the world. They studied the Del Mar Divide, the language and the space that they really? created for them and the families. Oh, my gosh. It was it's the best thing that has happened to our family because it takes what we've learned and what we're doing and the work for me in diversity and for me to see the work that they do. It brings me to tears. That is awesome. Every time. Oh gosh. My
0: gosh, they need to like package that and say it need to some pa-
1: other schools and they work with a lot of other schools. Their principal, well, not principal, head of schools, Alexis Wright, he is com. He has an amazing staff, and he gets it. His team gets it. They just celebrated 50 years. But the school was created just for times like this. I love it. I and love that's it what we need. We need yes. more
0: of it, and we need more... The younger, the better to to start to learn. Absolutely. Right. That, you know, you're in this tiny little world of oh, your yeah. family and your neighborhood. But it's a big world out it there. It is. And you have to go meet and learn about Absolutely. other people.
1: And cultures and different foods and different different religions to hear some of the things that these kids spoke about. If I could just invite the world into that space. It is such an amazing place for families, raising aware students and a, a raising families because the kids get it and they take and it back then home. And they take it back they're home. They're taking exactly. it to grandma. They're taking it right. to aunt. And those conversations that they have, I'm usually sitting back and I'm never one for no words. And I'm like, okay, Alyssa, <laughs> go, ahead, go ahead and tell them about what you're, t- tell them about it, Alyssa. I love it. I love it.
0: Well and and, you know, and I I talk about travel a lot, about how travel is so important, but I also get that travel can be expensive to travel outside the United States. So guess what we've got? This amazing thing called the internet and you can travel anywhere i mean and so that's no longer an excuse oh i can't afford to travel it's like get on youtube and just look up another city on anywhere and go learn about it and go learn Mm -hmm. about what their what their culture is and what do they do there because it's it's really interesting it is it's very interesting and it's how people learn and it's It's how we can really maybe someday create an actual one community and understand we're all in this together. One day. It's kind of my dream. There's some
1: interaction going on in those spaces, too, especially on YouTube. If you go into a YouTube live. Yeah. Yeah. And people are from all over and you can talk to them and you can ask questions. There's really a great opportunity for us as people to explore. Yeah. There has to be a willingness, though.
0: Yes. Open your world. But it's just my like word of the year open, allowing open your I love it <laughs> allow please allow 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 so i have some questions for okay. you okay um i know networking is a superpower but i also know you have a lot of other superpowers what's another superpower of yours i would say
1: one of my amazing superpowers is winning others over and i understand my strengths today that came from the strengths finder I'm great at creating space for people, including people. Coming to the table to say, what is it that you need? How can I help you? That's been ever since I was a little girl, I'm always, I would have my friends. And so my cousins would come over that didn't live on our block and I would include them or I would invite them or people that came around. It's always been a gift for me to include people. And I can take an idea It's another superpower. (laughs) Activator. You can give me an idea and I can run with it.
0: Which is huge. It's because (laughs) there's people out there that run around with ideas only and never implement. And I'm like, ideas are great. And they're fun. And we can come up with a lot of them. But yeah, if you, exactly. If you don't activate them. And getting the right team. And so understanding our
1: strengths. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not strategic and I'm not an analytical thinker. I don't like
0: spreadsheets. Oh, me either. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> thank you but you You're do it in, oh. you do it intuitively i do it as needed it's actually a joke in my company with me and spreadsheets is it really oh yeah it's like it's like you don't you don't ask mish to you can make a spreadsheet and you can ask her to fill portions of it out but you can't tell me to make a spreadsheet for you i don't know unless that. it's like name address phone number <laughs>
1: that's about that's But then they I want the do. tables and the formulas and all that stuff
0: no. And no. I, I, I even have an Excel certificate from way back when, <laughs> Well, but I, you, just, I still don't so love it. I get it, though. It's one of those things where you're like, I need to learn how to do this. But really, you just need to have somebody else do it because it's just not the skill. That's,
1: it's not my skill set. It's not my love. And I'm learning to delegate things. Yes. And even as I was finishing up my book, I have an amazing team that's going to get it published. That's going to get the copyrights. That's doing all that. Sierra Dean, the bomb.com. Awesome. She's taking that. And I'm learning to delegate and say, okay, this isn't my wheelhouse. I know I don't love creating graphics and I don't r- love creating flyers. Let me hire somebody who'll do that. And exactly. I'm willing to give that to you and say, here are my thoughts put them on paper for me.
0: It's a process. I mean, it I think is. it's part of a process we all go through that, you know, there there is a time we have to do everything. When I started my company, I had to do everything, including counting accounting, oh my gosh. Oh. Oh. <laughs> um, not, my wheelhouse, I'm not very bad at it, but, um, but I had to do it. Mm-hmm. And then little by little, as I grew myself, my company, I, I was, I now That's can say, I need somebody else that actually knows how to do and this, loves to it. to do it. Yeah, like this is what God gave you that skill for you to make money. That's so it. I will now pay you that's because it. I can't do it. <laughs> that's and, that's and, me and if I all try day. to learn it, it
1: would just be it would be ridiculous I for know, me to try. I know. And I've been so I'm I'm learning Smart Sheet right now. Now what is that? Oh my gosh. Does it do everything for it you? It does everything <laughs> and it automates okay. and it sends emails to people and I'm still in this place where I'm still learning but I'm working to be certified but I'm not in love with it. And it's like Excel and Google Sheets on steroids.
0: Ooh, ooh, ooh. that it sounds like it might hurt. It you hurts might need every somebody time. else to do it. Oh, Let's go get the Smart Sheet and or Excel expert. I've been YouTubing
1: you. everything. <laughs> I want the certificate and I think I probably want it just to say I have it. <laughs> there you go. So get it and then say I've got this, so I'll be watching you. do a I good know. job. Do it. <laughs> and I can I'll put in my I'll put in my data. There you go. And then I'll automate it and you we, do the we rest. We need
0: other people to do spreadsheets yes, and all, such day. For us. all day. Okay. You went to Judson University. I don't know anything about this university. tell you all about it. I want it. you to tell me about it.
1: Judson is in Elgin, Illinois, probably about 50 minutes from the city of Chicago. Okay. And Judson is the place where faith, for me, met my strengths and my desires. Oh, my goodness. Judson is a small—well, it used to be small. It was— Judson College at first. Okay. But now it's Judson University. Gotcha. And it's a Christian college. Okay. And what they do is they teach the principles of faith in business. Ooh. We prayed before class. We prayed when we ended. We brought relationships in through prayer. And it was the place that I got my grounding and my footing. Oh. Catapulted from that thing. And it really allowed me. To find my voice, I took public speaking. that first public speaking class Ooh. was there, and I had a professor who was the com. I can say now, but back then, I regret it. Not, not regret it. <laughs> it was like, treacherous. I don't know that I like you. I was <laughs> like. I dreaded going to the class because we'd have our note cards. He was a Toastmaster top dog. Right. All these years. Got, and yeah. he was teaching us toast. Toastmaster specifics, then, but I hadn't been in Toastmasters; I didn't know anything about it. So, as you were reading, you couldn't read it verbatim, right? And you couldn't say "um," which and is he recorded really, really
0: it. hard. It was,
1: yeah. But he taught me so much today that now, every time I think of saying "um," I pause <laughs> and I think on it, and that's what he taught. But he instilled something in me then that I had no idea
0: of the value of that. Public speaking is huge. Huge. It is huge. And and it is something that if you want to further everything about yourself, not just your career, but your confidence, Say it again. your you know, yes. all of who you are, if you want to further that. Public speaking is a fantastic way to do it. Absolutely, Being able to get in front of a group of people and to talk is really impo- – and, and it's – I mean, to me, I love it because, you know, like for TEDx, when I get to be on the stage and announce <laughs> our next awesome speaker, yes. I feel so much love from that audience. I'm that it person, too. It is totally a gift real. to me. I mean, I'm just like, gosh, this is awesome. I get to stand up here – and all of this room is filled with people that want to evolve the you. earth, yes. that are willing to listen to different perspectives, that are open-minded enough that they can, they hold space for whoever is on that right. stage. That is awesome. That is That is a fantastic, lovely place to be. It
1: is. And the energy, when I'm up on the stage as well, I feel the energy of the room. And it's almost as if, as I'm giving my talk or I'm talking, that I can hear exactly what it is that you need. Oh, you need this? And it just flows and it comes out. And as you're up there, what it does is it allows you, especially when you command that floor, it's so much power. I'm sweaty thinking about it. (laughs)
0: So um, my next question, this actually power goes right into my next question, because you are a ball of energy. (laughs) Where does it come from? It comes from God.
1: Mm. It's really a gift. And it's been there. I've learned in my 40s. I'll be 43. My birthday is July 15th. Oh, coming up. I've learned. Happy birthday early. Thank you. I've learned to channel the energy. Because as a second grader, as a first grader, and as a kindergartner, I couldn't channel it. It was all over the place, all over, totally scattered. So I'm, yep. h- Everybody that came through the door, I'm. Hi. Hey, my teacher <laughs> said, "You're gonna get in this corner <laughs> if you don't shut your mouth." And that was my first teacher, Mrs. Todd at Adams Elementary. I still remember her. You have a good memory. I remember her because she was, she was pretty. She wore pretty dresses. She was an African-American woman, just like my mom. She reminded me of my my mom and my aunts. And so she always said to me, you have power in there, but you have to keep it to yourself sometimes. <laughs> and that was hard for me to do. And here in my 40s, I've learned to channel it. And I've learned to well, sit in sad. it and say, okay, that doesn't require my response. This requires my response. Right. How will I respond? Right. Must be in love. I must glorify God first because it's not about Keisha. It's about me glorifying who God called me to be. And when I put everything else down, the channeling of the energy is a superpower.
0: (laughs) I love it. But it, that's really, that is very well put because, and I get it because I, I know there are times where i scattered, I've just scattered my energy all over the place because oh I just didn't know how to hone it in and make it work for you. Yes. It was like just a bunch of circuits. <laughs> you know, it's like live wires. Are, here comes Mish. Oh that my That used gosh, to be my nickname. Know?
1: My friends used to call me a live wire because I was and I would pop off. But I've learned to. <laughs> Not pop off and really understand that everything doesn't. I don't need to save everybody. I'm such a nurturer. Right. And I don't need to save everybody. I don't need to fix people. And I've learned to allow people to show up as who they are. But when they show us and they show me, I got
0: to accept that and be okay. Yeah. And and protect yourself. We talked about, like, before we even started this um Podcast Keisha and I were talking about, (laughs) you know, that whole thing of we have had our happy bubbles. And some people, some people look at it that idea of a happy bubble is like, I just don't want to think about anything outside. I just, I'm I'm just going to live in, like, kind of like you've got your head in the ground, but that's not it. It's you protecting yourself. You're still in the world, participating in the world, watching the world, but you're also. Holding space around yourself so that you can better utilize the energy Absolutely. that you have and that you're being thoughtful about what you're doing and you're not just oh, you know? like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I always compare it to a tornado. There's there there's there's people that are just spinning in that tornado and I'm going to stand in the eye of the tornado as best I can. I'm going to put my plant my feet there and, and just love them. That's it. Because that's Even what, when they're what spinning, we need
1: to do, you is know? love them. And when they come down out of that thing are you okay now you're yeah, ready we, to talk <laughs> great
0: take a breath all right can we ground ourselves a little bit let's get I, this going i've learned to, to just ground myself and that yeah. force and it's difficult to ground yourself when you're when you're a live wire and i've had to do the same thing i mean i actually had i was a part of a, a workshop one time where a gentleman said to me mish most people want to live in this space and they can't ever figure out how to connect, like you can in this, you know, with with the universe and yeah. the angels and whoever Most people can't do that. You do it so good. Your feet are not on the ground, and you know you live on Earth, right? And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, okay. that's, a, that's you know, such a compliment. That's, I mean, it is a compliment, but it also is too. you you do live on Earth. You you can't live up there all. The, you have to like be. Yeah. There's a reason why you're here. Yes. Whatever little part I'm That's here to, to do and, and show, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I need to have my feet on the ground, too. And
1: it's that inner work. As you do that, and I always say this, as you do the inner work and you work on the insides, the outsides benefit. It. <laughs> Yay. But there's that inner work that helps. And then it goes also back to knowing who you are and knowing who you're not, knowing what your strengths are and what they're not. Because often people that know that you're good at certain things, they will sign you up to do everything. Oh, yeah. Right, right, right. But I've learned to say, I can't do everything. No, I I can even refer you someone who is great at that. And now I used to write resumes. I don't love writing resumes. I don't. (laughs) But I know people that are great at writing resumes and I can refer you. I don't love doing things like coaching people on relationships and how they move through their relationships. Now, down the line, I think that may be something that my husband and I will talk about more because we've been in our relationship and we've been in other relationships and we've learned how to channel our energy together as one on one accord, co-create And make magic and whatever we do. So down the line. But today, that's not my wheelhouse. So I'm learning to say I can get someone that does that. I can refer you and I will commit to finding the right person because I'm not your girl.
0: (laughs) I love it. Well, I love so much of what you're doing. And I just. Thank you for Thank being you. a guest on the podcast. So will we tell people where they can find you?
1: Absolutely. I always say LinkedIn is my number one place that you can find yes, me. Yes, I know. I
0: love LinkedIn. I see you on LinkedIn We're all the time. We're besties
1: on LinkedIn. <laughs> I love LinkedIn, but you can find me on my website is speaks.com My book is also available for pre-sale. I noticed.
0: Congratulations. Thank That's you. a big
1: milestone. Thank to you. It's huge and it took a lot of allowing,
0: yeah. And I stopped
1: forcing, and I said, "Okay, when this energy's right, I'm going to go in and I'm going to do it." Set some goals. The goals don't work. Go in and set and some you, more goals. You have
0: a Facebook group for networking. It's I do have a Facebook so group that's networking into your yeah.
1: superpowers, where you can also find me from
0: time to time. I love it. Thank you, Mrs. Keisha. You're welcome. (laughs) This is such a fun time. I have so enjoyed our talk today. (laughs) Thank you, ma'am. You're very welcome. And everyone out there, you know, if it's a podcast place, we're probably there. Check out Mishmash. Have wonderful days. And we love you. Be one. Be loved.